it's interesting to know what's going on in the context so that you can then bear that in mind in terms of what you might need to do to progress your career in the right way. to get the top job to become a CEO an MD well if you are this video is absolutely going to be right up your street because what we're going to be digging into today is where are businesses getting their CEOs and their MDs from their leaders of those businesses now if you're ambitious or you're at a certain point in your career and you really want to step up and get the top job where is it where are those leaders coming from what do you need to be aware of and think about for yourself in terms of getting that top top job so what i am going to share with you today is some information which has come from one of the um largest recruitment agencies and and support uh, groups russell reynolds so russell reynolds they Obviously, I've focused on executive recruitment, but they also support businesses in terms of succession planning. So they have a great source of data globally that allows us to see what the trends are and what's happening in this whole sort of CEO space. Now, what ended up happening during COVID, you know, there was a real shift in CEO board level positions, you know, and that transformed the trends in terms of CEO turnover. So the number of CEOs that were leaving organisations and joining new ones. And what actually happened during COVID was that the number of CEO departures fell quite significantly. So when we look globally across the world during that time, the actual turnover of CEOs fell from 10% in 2020 to just 8.9% in 21. Now, interestingly, looking at 2022, that turnover figure actually went back up to higher than even pre-COVID lessons levels at 11.2%. And in 2023, the first half of the year, actually, it's still high. Um, higher than it had been uh, pre-COVID, around about that 11% mark, you know, and actually in 23 globally, 106 CEOs left their positions and either left completely or joined new organisations. So that is just a way to sort of set the context really to say, you know, if you are looking to get your CEO position, maybe it's your first CEO position, you know, it's interesting to know what's going on in the context so that you can then bear that in mind in terms of what you might need to do to progress your career in the right way. So we're going to look at some of the data now from the Global CEO Turnover Index, right? So interestingly, more women um, were appointed this year. So 17 CEOs were women of new CEOs that were appointed this year, but women are still massively underrepresented. So only 13%, that's one three of all new CEOs in the world were women this year. So that therefore means by definition, I can do the maths, 87% of new CEOs were men. 
right? So that's one data point. It does vary quite significantly, actually, across different markets. So just to give you a flavor, if we're looking at FTSE 100 businesses, the top 100 companies in the UK, of all the new CEOs that were appointed this year, actually 27% were women. So it was much higher than the global average in the UK. If we look at the S&P 500 businesses, it was only 13%. So that reflected the global average. And then if we look at the Nikkei uh, 25, there were no new female CEOs appointed at the start of this year. So quite different pictures. But what I find is a very, also very interesting stat to bear in mind is actually promotion internally is very high. So 77% of all new CEOs in the world came internally from within the organization. So what is that telling us? That is telling us that if you want to get your first CEO position and get that big promotion of having the top job, staying where you are will most likely, not always, but the stats demonstrate that you've got a higher probability of getting your first CEO position internally from the organisation that you've been in for quite some time. So what does that therefore mean if you are looking for that first new CEO role? Well, you know, if you're happy with the organisation you're in and essentially you want to become the top boss, um, you know, that therefore means that there are things you need to be doing to raise your profile, to almost position yourself as that CEO in waiting. You know, it might be that you can position yourself as a deputy, um, you know, take on more, fidu- more fiduciary uh, duties, etc. It might be that, you know, you could, you know, run maybe more than one area of the business. Very often a transition to CEO can come Um, you know, in a role, something key like a chief commercial officer, for example, in terms of that stepping up. Or it might be that you're a CFO and have been working literally hand in glove with the CEO for quite a long time and therefore you become the natural successor. So, you know, if you are happy to stay in the organisation you're in, being aware of this statistic of 77% of new CEOs this year came from internally within the organisations they're in. That is another dynamic for you to be aware of. Now, obviously, the flip side of that is that 23% of new CEOs came from external, right? So if you are not happy with where you are and you really fancy a change, you know, the probability, the stats are lower for you getting your first CEO position by moving organisations. So it might be that a bit harder for you to do that. But it also means that if you're thinking about that, you need to be working your external network very aggressively. You need to be engaging with all of the headhunters, you know, like Russell Reynolds, like Spencer Stewart, Egon Zender, Corn Ferry. I mean, there's gazillions of them out there. Those are the, the big Shrek companies, Heydrich, etc. However, you know, if you are thinking external move for you is where you want to go, then you're going to need to really dig in, raise your profile, get networking like mad with all the key contacts that you have, really engaging with the headhunters, be clear on where you want to go. So that strategy is very, very different. 
if you're happy in the organisation you're in, as I say, you're in that you know potential target of 77% of new CEOs coming internally, then your strategy is going to be much more around engagement with the key decision makers internally. It's going to be about stakeholders. It's going to be about raising your profile internally. It's going to be around demonstrating that you're stepping up at board level. It may be that you are, you know, creating opportunities to deputize for the the current CEO. So you can see the approach you take will be quite different depending whether you're looking at internal in that 77% or external in the 23%. So it's just food for thought really. But you know, some of these principles also hold true if you're in, you know, maybe a more junior level in your career, maybe you're not at even director level yet. But again, you have a choice. Do you stay internal or do you go external? So, you know, the statistics will be different than the ones I've just shared with you now. But nonetheless, you need to think about your strategy in terms of getting the next big job. So I hope that's been helpful. I hope it's given you a bit of food for thought. You know, I, you know, these roles are not easy. It is not easy being a CEO, it's not easy being an MD. It's not easy when you first get your first leadership and management position, you know, but actually being aware of the environment and the statistics, etc., and the trends, who you're up against is going to be hugely helpful for you. So, you know, it is by being brave, you know, and saying, yeah, I want the top job and I am going to bloody go for it. It is about being bold and seeing how you can stand out and really make an impact to put yourself in pole position. And, you know, the brilliance comes when you get that role and you're, you know, firing on all cylinders, you've got a great team, you're leading the business, you're, you know, striving ahead with your strategy and growth, whatever it may be. So yeah, whatever you're doing, if you want to get that next big job as a CEO, be aware of where businesses are actually recruiting them from. Okay, so hope that's helpful. And listen, I look forward to seeing you all next time. If you're not subscribed to Brave Bold Brilliant, please do. It really helps massively. And of course, please do follow me on social media. I try to share lots of content that provides food for thought, will support you in your career journey. And of course, If you are ever interested in mentoring or anything like that, please do reach out to me. You know, I work intensely one to one with senior leaders, with executives and with business owners so they can be the best version of themselves and really grab that opportunity. So please don't hesitate. Reach out to me if that's something of interest to you. Always open to have a chat. So take care, everyone. And whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, remember, be brave, be bold and be absolutely brilliant. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.